welcome to the Our Ability Podcast. I am your host, John Robinson. We are continuing our series on disability recruitment and disability accessibility in 2024. Today, we are joined by Linda Zhao, Talent Acquisition Manager and Enabling Functions for Pfizer in North America. Prior to joining Pfizer, Linda is a performance-driven HR professional with experience in working in administration, talent acquisition, and HR service delivery roles in the public sector. Linda received her Bachelor's of Administration degree in HR Management at Baruch College and her Master's degree in HR and Employment Relations from Penn State University. Linda is also a PHR certified with HR Certification Institute. Welcome, Linda. It's great to have you. Uh, If you could do me a favor and tell tell us a little bit about what, you, what you're doing right now at Pfizer. Yeah, thanks, John. Thanks for having me here. Um, so my name is Linda Sao, and I'm currently working as a manager candidate experience. Um, also, I guess, commonly known as talent acquisition for Pfizer, um, enabling functions for North America, um, which within Pfizer consists of um, global business services, people experience, also known as HR, uh, digital and legal compliance, uh, my role is essentially being a talent advisor to the business, leading and managing the recruitment strategy um, and pretty much the entire recruitment lifecycle uh, from start to finish. Um, I'm also the digital recruitment lead. Uh, so they're pretty much the primary you know, client group that I support. have been with Pfizer for about uh, four years now um, in the IM base in New York City. Um, and then full disclosure, you you probably um, can't tell from this platform since we're virtual here, um, but I also identify as someone with a physical disability uh, being a wheelchair user since age four, uh, pretty much my entire life. So, um, so for me, you know, working in talent acquisition and living with disability, um, you know, disability uh, inclusion is not just uh, professionally motivated, uh, but it's also very personal to me. Yeah, so. it, it does become personal to all of us who are disabled. Yeah. So thank you, Linda, yeah. for sharing. And I, I don't, I don't out anybody necessarily, but I appreciate very much you do, you doing that. So uh, mm-hmm. thank you. Of course. Um, you know, we at our ability have had a long-term relationship with Pfizer and we're awfully proud of that. And I think we, we understand Pfizer and, and you've shared, you've shared your personal experience with Pfizer. Um, but can you, can you give me a sort of a top-down view of what Pfizer's vision is in recruiting candidates of diversity mm-hmm. and then drill down a little bit into disability, please? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to do that. Um, but I, I think before we dive into that, it's probably good to share what really drives the work we do every day because kind of ties back to, you know, what we're looking for in candidates as well. Um, so, and just to give you our, um, some context here, you know, as one of the world's leading pharmaceutical companies, um, we are driven to ultimately discover the cure that can significantly improve the lives of every, everyone everywhere. Um, so at the core of Pfizer, um, you know, every person matters. Um, and 
Absolutely, you know, that includes the patient that we serve. And it is this belief that really motivates Pfizer to stay true to its purpose, which is, you know, breakthroughs that change patients' lives. Um, so right now, we do have a new ambition as a company, which is to change, you know, billion lives a year by ensuring, you know, we are delivering transformative breakthroughs that are accessible to all. Um, and really disrupting healthcare delivery with novel, innovative solutions. So, so to really fully realize Pfizer's purpose, we are presented by um, what we call, you know, four core values. Uh, so, so these values are, you know, courage, excellence, equity, and joy, and that essentially really defines our, you know, company and our culture. So just wanted to kind of go into, you know, what these four values, you know, really mean to us is that, you know, for the value of courage, um, we believe that breakthroughs start by really challenging convention, right, um, especially in the face of uncertainty or adversity. Um, and this happens when we think really big, speak up and, you know, being really decisive. And then in relates to excellence, um, you know, we, we can only change patients' lives when we perform at our best together. Um, and this happens when we focus on what really matters, um, agree to who does what, and really measure our outcomes. Um, and then the, the core value for equity means that, you know, we believe that every person deserves to be heard you know, and care for and to be seen. So this happens when we are inclusive, act with integrity and induce healthcare disparity. And lastly, joy, uh, you know, our last core value, we give ourselves to our work, uh, but it also gives to us. So we, we, you know, we find joy when we take pride, recognize one another and really have fun doing what we love. Um, so. And, you know, kind of going back to your question in terms of recruiting for, you know, candidates with diversity, more specifically for, um, you know, individuals with disabilities, um, you know, back in uh, July of 2020, uh, you know, Pfizer did form and launch its uh, first disability board directors uh, that were really, you know, focused on driving the development and achievement of enterprise strategy that really improved quality awareness of the disability inclusion gap. So with that, you know, we we set and you know a really ambitious 2025 important goals, um, you know, at an enterprise level, really to help closing the inclusion gap. Um, and so, you know, and then there was also that really, you know, big focus on creating an environment that ensures inclusion um, and development career success for all colleagues, right? Um, including colleagues with disabilities, uh, caregivers, and also allies. Um, so at a high level, um, you know, when we talk about, you know, the vision we have as the board of directors, um, you know, we we are looking at unleashing the abilities of those with disabilities by eliminating barriers, providing opportunities and changing lives. 
um, you know, and then when we really go into the strategy um, for the disability board directors, um, you know, ultimately we are trying to um, improve the quality awareness of the disability inclusion gap. So that awareness piece is, you know, uh, very critical. And then what we also did is, you know, we we sat and meet, you know, um, hope to set and meet a very ambitious 2025 employment goals to contribute to closing the inclusion gap. And then um, again, going back to creating a fully inclusive environment for for all of the colleagues with different abilities. Um, Linda, so, let me, I, yeah. I want to pause you right there because you, you hit on something with the board. How is that? I was going to ask you about success mm-hmm. stories, but that's a huge success story. How is that received throughout the company? How how has the company embraced a, a, a disability board? Yeah, yeah. So this was completely new to us. Um, you know, this is definitely we haven't done this before, um, and we we built this from scratch, right? Um, and having a executive sponsor um, to kind of move this whole process along, um, you know, it. it it's very exciting, you know, for the entire company, um, you know, getting that visibility. So we we had to build a board and then within, you know, the the board of directors, we broke it down to four different work streams. And then within these work streams, we pretty much aligned, you know, leaders from different parts of the organization, um, kind of leading you know, their respective work streams. Um, so, and, and within each work stream, there's just so much work, you know, responsibilities. And then everyone kind of stepped in um, because this is really um, a different type of work um, outside of the their normal scope of responsibilities. Um, and, you know, very exciting because um, disability as a topic is very important to a company. Um, but we never had a, you know, like a formal board of directors or a, any type of governance there. Um, so now with the board of directors, we, we have some something very structured, uh, very formal um, within the company to to kind of, you know, really focus on driving the strategy. Um, and then with the different work streams, you know, that that's that that can really move the work as we move forward. Yeah. Does, does that help you in recruiting? I mean, it, it seems to me as we as we at our ability talk to candidates about Pfizer to know that about the disability board is a great recruiting tool. It does that how yeah. how else do you let people know that you've done that? Because as a person with a disability, and I I, I think you know this too. You want to work where you see yourself, right? Where other people with disabilities are. At least I feel that way. Does that yeah. help you in your recruiting? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we we do have talent advisors um, like myself who are part of the board directors, um, and some of them are part of the different work streams, right? Um, so you know, really thinking, you know, tying back to the enterprise level, you know, talent acquisition strategy, and then collaborating with the board of directors on, you know, some of their initiatives, right? Um, so it, it, it's it's a highly collaborative, you know, um, kind of like a 
work group here that we have, you know, we that consists of, you know, um, pretty much all of the leaders from different parts of the organization, um, as well as, you know, um, you know, individuals like myself who are responsible for the actual recruitment process. Um, and then we we have a bunch of hiring managers who are also part of the work stream. So it really helped, you know, um, kind of deliver on, you know, the, the previous uh, strategy that I mentioned. Yeah. That, that's fantastic. You know, you talk about yeah. courage, uh, equity, integrity, mm-hmm. And joy, yeah. you you know, two things. It takes courage uh, in corporate America, anyway, to uh, to have a board of directors with disabilities. So I, I applaud all of you on that. And I could mm-hmm. see the joy in your face when you mentioned it. That the, the biggest smile was when you mentioned that there's <laughs> there's a board. So that that's fantastic. Yeah. I I applaud you for that. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. How, yeah. How how diverse is disability within, within Pfizer? I mean, I certainly know a few of you with different disabilities, but how, how diverse is disability within, within the company? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, we are, um, it, it, it's definitely very diverse. Um, when I say, you know, we, you know, every now and then, um, when we look at, um, you know, colleagues from, you know, different parts of the business, um, you know, there is, uh, well, let let me go back. So very recently, uh, you know, we were kind of measuring kind of the going back to disclosing your disability, right? So I I know that's sometimes a challenge, um, getting people to actually disclose um, their their own disabilities. And um, it takes a lot of courage. I, you know, I I do um, agree with that. But, you know, at an enterprise level, we started, um, I believe was last year, um, you know, and initially we started with 3%. Um, you know, when, when we talk about 3%, it might not seem to be a lot, but when you have, you know, over like um, 80 plus um, thousand <laughs> employees, um, that that is quite significant. Um, but then very recently, you know, we, we tried to encourage individuals to disclose their own disabilities, self-ID, campaign um part of our um DNI initiatives and um with all of that effort um that percentage went up to seven percent so so that is we were definitely surprised with that um outcome and it just goes to show right um you know individuals uh of from all different parts of the business, um, a lot of them might have invisible disability um, that you might not know about. So individuals who identify as neurodiverse, we have um, colleagues, you know, with uh, whether it's physical disability, um, you know, like myself, right? Um, I'm a wheelchair user, so you can pretty much, you know, see that. Um, and then, you know, we, we have colleagues who um, have uh, vision impairment, uh, whether they're born with this this uh, disability or they they have it later on in life um, due to a medical condition, and colleagues who 
you know, pretty much have different medical conditions, right? Um, and they identify someone with disability because of that, um, you know, different stages of their life, you know, if something happens and then, um, you know, and then they they later have this, um, you know, disability, right? So, um, so when we did think about it, it, it's just very diverse. Um, for sure, yeah. That's fantastic. Um, it, to hear the number go from three to seven percent, congratulations! That that is yeah. great because you and I both know there's more people with disabilities than self-disclose, sure. and to, yes. but to get seven percent, that probably means you have fourteen percent, and yeah. that. Uh, yeah. But that's that's the yeah. goal. That's why the U.S. government wanted Section five hundred three, and and they put some uh, put some numbers to it in twenty thirteen. So good good for Pfizer. That that is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Just you know. We've heard Pfizer's name, obviously, in the COVID era uh, with the vaccine, Mm -hmm. but I think people don't understand how big, you mentioned 80,000 plus employees, just how big worldwide is Pfizer? Yeah, great question. Um, So we are, so basically we have, you know, 36 manufacturing sites worldwide, um, and then we, you know, sell products and more than... 185 countries, right? With currently with 90 projects in the pipeline as of August of this year. Um, and then we have, you know, five products with sales greater than 1 billion as of May of this year. Um, and like, like I mentioned, you know, we have approximately, you know, 80 plus thousand, um, 80,000 plus um, colleagues around the world. And then, um, you know, our large, largest functional group uh, would be the Biopharma uh, group, right, followed by Pfizer on global supply worldwide research and development. So, um, and really, um, you know, the R&D group is at the heart of fulfilling Pfizer's purpose, right, um, because it, it's ultimately about the patients, right, at the end of the day. Um, and then there's different therapeutic areas that we focus on. Um, for example, you know, there's oncology, internal medicine, vaccines, uh, you know, information, immunology, and rare disease, right? So, yeah, I, at a high level, um, you know, we we have operations um, around the world. That's great. Uh, Linda, I, I appreciate your time here today, and it's been Again, we've we've appreciated the relationship with Pfizer with with our ability and what we do and helping people find jobs. And it's it's great to hear what others are doing. You know, just finally, um, if you don't mind, sure. what what do you hope your legacy is with Pfizer? Uh look five years down the road. You know, what what do you hope it is with Pfizer and the impact that you're making? Yeah, so that's a really good question. Um so, you know, I, I'm definitely very proud of all the work we have done, you know, in the disability inclusion space. Uh, but there's always more work to be done, right? So in five years, um, you know, I hope we already achieved or overachieved our employment goals, um, like I mentioned before, for the board of directors and really to help, you know, contribute to closing the inclusion gap. Um, you know, I, I think beyond hiring more individuals with disabilities, it's 
definitely equally important, right, to have a fully inclusive work environment. Uh, so colleagues with disabilities have equal access to development opportunities to ensure, you know, um, their career success. Um, so I think in order for this happened, uh, we were, you know, first have to identify eliminate barriers to success. Um, and this is the area that we have definitely made quite a few breakthroughs by leveraging the power of technology um, and will continue to do so. So after five years, hopefully we we have more breakthrough and novel solutions um, in that space. Um, but lastly, through the work of disability colleague resource groups, um, you know, partnerships with um, you know, our abilities and, and other disability partnerships that Pfizer have and with our allies. Um, I hope we can continue to spread disability awareness and really motivate change, right? Um, at the end of the day, storytelling can be so powerful. So, you know, I, I'm hoping to continue to tell my story as well. Well, that you have, and we we appreciate it. Linda Zhao, uh, Talent Acquisition Manager and Enabling Functions at Pfizer, we thank you for your time. It is, uh, it's, it's great. It's great to hear from other people with disabilities. It's, it's also great to hear from corporate America on, and the interest in disability inclusion. So thank you very much. Thank you for having me.